2: Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings 3M Open, final bets, the weather and full DraftKings preview of picks and ownership and roster construction you out there play in the DraftKings Listeners League. I think there's like 75 spots left. The link is down in the description if there are any spots remaining by the time the show actually comes out. Smash the like, give me your favorite sleeper down in the description as well. And the newsletter will be coming out on Wednesday evening. So please go sub for free down in the description right now. Okay, if you missed my interview with Ross Tucker from Tuesday, I highly suggest you go check it out. Tambo, he's calling games for CBS this year. Yeah. Big, so, big time. So we, we heard about uh, you know, what you do to prep, all that stuff, some, some fandom stuff. Ross is awesome. <laughs> yeah. I did a show with him last year, so it was just fun getting him to you know, my realm rather than like, hey, we're doing a show and there's like picks that have to come out. He's like, no, let's just sit down and chat for an hour. When, I thought it was good.
3: When do you want to get into his realm? When do you want to get on the CBS train here? I perhaps? know.
2: He, he said I can come on his show, so we'll see how that goes. I'm yeah. curious to see what he asked me about. I got Sealy on tomorrow with booms or busts and then two meanies next week rankings for football finally nice football season's coming we're getting close we're getting very very close once august hits i used to start this in like may and i was like now everyone does it like all year round i was like well do i really need to start this in may to fill content no not really we got we got a lot of golf on the go but you can though if you want what do you know the deal
3: with the golf schedule i was trying to find this out yesterday like remember they talked last year obviously a lot has happened since then but it was about like oh, it's going to be different in the swing season this year. It's not going to be as much. People can get better schedules, all this. Do you do you have any idea how that's going to look or play out as of now? I, I just, I didn't, I couldn't find anything on it. And it feels like it's almost been put on pause just because everything that's happened over this past
2: season. You know, I have no idea. Yeah, Let's I'm see. just
3: unsure. Like I remember Kenny was talking about it with me for the for Fantasy Golf Degenerate saying like, I don't know, are we, how many shows are we actually going to have in the, in the swing season this year and all that? What's that going to look like? So we'll have to see what the actual schedule looks like when it comes out, but I've I mean, seen
2: nothing yet. I, I'm looking. At the schedule right now on PGA and it's all the same tournaments that we've always had. Yes. Is it the for the new
3: year though? Like, yeah, s-
2: twenty twenty three. Okay, maybe I missed we that. We got the the Fortinet, then Ryder Cup, then Sanderson Farms, Shriners, Zozo, Worldwide Technology. No longer at Mayakoba, now at El Cardano de Monte in Los Cabos. Oh, geez, I was just in Los Cabos. Maybe go go back down and check out that course. And I'd love that. Uh, <laughs> <Let's go. laughs> Bermuda, and then the RSM, and we done okay
3: well it'll be good lots of golf like you said but excited for football just around the
2: corner yeah I know we'll do a few shows getting everything ready shipitnation.com is where you can find all of Tambo's stuff I'll talk about my bets guaranteed to lose is how I would put it Finau at 20 which was a future from a few months ago but he's almost back down to 20 right now so I guess it's not that big of a deal probably wouldn't have bet him Uh, coming into the week. But hey, here I'm stuck with it, so I might as well go all in. Pendrith and Glover both at sixty five to one. Higo and Gim both at ninety to one, both with five placement points. And then I bet Trevor Cohn at 350 to one with eight places. Just way down the list. Throw yeah. some money away. <laughs> one and done, I got Finau. Jeff has Aberg and Cus took Emiliano Grio. And we have two viewers who have put money on Grio as a charity bet because they won big last week with Brian Harmon. Mm-hmm. So if Creo wins, a lot of money to charity. The Hunter
3: came through for everybody and got the job done. So now they're putting it in. I, I did see that on Twitter. That's awesome that people are doing that. Get in on Emiliano. I, I did one more, though, that uh, our guy, Sky, Skyhook DFS,
2: Skyler sold me on the Zach Blair at 500 to 1 with the with the each way. It's it's funny because he obviously had the second of the Travelers. I was on him at Valspar earlier this year when he played really well. And it's funny, I just... It, sticks out in my mind so vividly it was probably 2016 2017 and we always make the comp to hey there's a lot of water here pga national has a lot of water maybe there's a crossover between it we see that michael thompson has won both so maybe there's something there but i had like a pretty big bet on zach blair to win the honda he was in great form going it's like this is a perfect course for Zach Blair. I think he finished seventeen over a power in two rounds. And it's possible.
3: it's always possible with Zach Blair. <laughs> the numbers inflated over that. He was saying, like uh, Sky was talking about it, I put it in the tidbits today on X, not Twitter anymore, but I put it in there and he says that he's going to ladder him up to like a top 20. So he'll have everything along the way that goes with it, which is a good way to do it if you're going to get in on a guy like that. But I heard about Trevor Cohn. People wanted to hop on that one early. Some even got 400s, 300s, a great number with the each way. So
2: I could have got 400, but I cut it to 350 for the more placement. For sure. I would do that too. I
3: I definitely am all for that. And then the other guy, what about Frankie Capalot? You hear about this guy? No,
2: tell me about it. Frankie
3: Capin. I don't know. Another guy that Sky had in there apparently – Uh, You know, local guy, Minnesotan. He's got all this, you know, history leading up. He's got some stuff on the line. You have to check it out. It's in the tidbits. But a lot of people are liking him. And I I wasn't as sold yesterday. I did a show with Hoop on the Ship It Nation YouTube channel. I was like, ah, if you're going to get in on this guy, what I always say, and we'll talk about it here too, is if you're going to pick your guys down in that 6K range, at least get in on them. Well, last night I was just, you know, prepping for this show, building up some lineups. And eh, He kind of makes a lot of things work. You just swap him and Zach Blair. You could try him and Zach Blair together. I was just checking it out and I'll throw some of those into the $25, the big one, 200K up top, nothing to lose. I just thought... It was at least interesting, and I got a little bit sold on it. Sky has been really good on these calls. He really it's, has you know, P- Peter Quest at 500-1 to 1 got all the way to the top and paid it out with the each way that week. Or maybe it was 600-1. to 1. I can't remember, but it was a very good call, and there's been plenty of others along the way.
2: Yeah, the Kaboogie Man was not a great call. No. <laughs> Although I think that the, the guy that we had bet at the Kenya Open the year before ended up winning on the Sunshine Tour at some point this year.
3: Wasn't, didn't he? He hit like a 1,000-1 to one winner as yeah. well.
2: Just, yeah, love to see it. Great stuff. If you don't follow him, go follow at SkyhookDFS. Incredible dude weather in minnesota for the week i might jump on zach blair as well now that we talk about it it. It no the other thing you you said nothing to lose you could lose your money well (laughs) you do have to protect yourself with insurance here the better
3: bet that he had i actually didn't get a chance to clip this one in was zach blair first round leader
2: 180 to one just
3: tap that in there too pat just be fine with it you probably don't have a bunch of frls right now i have zero frls right now there you go throw it in there
2: blair frl okay i'll throw that one in
3: That's a good bet. That's, like, more likely to what's to happen. If he doesn't go the other way anyway and you're already dead, it's more likely, like, oh, shit, he's actually doing something this week, and then he dies on day two. So take that one just as the insurance plan. Thursday looks fine. Super, super hot
2: in the Twin Cities. I'm told I'm going to burn to smithereens. Oh, yeah, here you go. It's, like, the third time you've told me, like, today, (laughs) and I keep forgetting that you're going to be there. Go meet there's the draw who cares about the fantasy golf world championship go meet tambo yeah be there 18th green hopefully they got to the
3: ac and we can stay in on that but it's the DraftKings setup there so it should be pretty good i may make it as early as friday afternoon for the cut sweat oh nice and then be i'll definitely be there on saturday sunday they're just nursing the knee a little bit still it's getting better though so i um, coming to come together that way hopefully is good enough to be able to walk around at least a little bit i want to see some of these guys out there too you don't really want
2: to walk around i walked around a bunch when i was there and i was like yeah it's nice but like let's yeah. go to the let's go to the ac tent
3: very little yes i'm with you on that one get, for get sure. the
2: free food gain like 400 pounds <laughs> sitting there on 18 just watching people go for the green and two and plunking in the water it'd be nice yeah. It'd be fun good. times friday morning at least looks like it's a little bit dicey looks like there's gonna be potential rain overnight from thursday to friday maybe softening up the course but we have gusts up to like 25, 22 miles per hour, where it basically clock strikes noon and there's no more wind. Yep. But
3: how is that going to hold? And what what is it going to hold? That's yeah. the other side of it too. So it's really tough to to dive into this angle. I think the one thing that was brought up was like, again, with the Zach Blair take of the the AMT time, for him going out on Thursdays, like maybe on Thursday, where it is pretty balanced across the board. But if there was someone said yesterday there's a little bit of rain leading up, so maybe that's your one chance to get after it. With these temperatures, obviously, the more the bigger worry is about it baking out and being much tougher. I know this was talked about too with many. Kenny brought it up on Monday. Fantasy golf to is like everyone goes to this course, it's all birdie fest, because four years ago and three years ago there was a lot of birdies, eagles, things that there's still plenty of scoring opportunities out there, not saying there's not. But funny enough, you go look at a year like last year. Only 10 guys, nine under or better. Only one guy, Tony Finau, broke 70 all four rounds. When you look at DraftKings bonuses, things like that, like it really hasn't been that. Is there opportunities out there? Yes, but as the tournament, whatever the, the guy who created it all said, birdies or train wrecks, I do
2: like that setup for sure with how they do it out here. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna play well, and you're listen, if you had to pick besides approach, because we always know, regardless of the course that you play, if you're hitting your approaches well, you're gonna be pretty good. I feel like you got to be a strong driver. Yeah, outside of Michael Thompson, when you go and look at the players that have won at this course, even finished, you know, like you, you can be the Morikawas who came in second. You know, a very mid length but very accurate still getting a bunch of strokes off the tee we saw that with Grio. Mm-hmm. uh even someone like adam hadwin is very accurate but doesn't have a ton of distance they've all had great finishes here but just being either super accurate or long and accurate that's why i mean i, I didn't bet aberg but every time it just kind of comes back to it, it's like this seems like a perfect course for him
3: it does and you're paying a premium for him on DraftKings. the bet number what was the number 35 or 40 i yeah. think some got 40s that's whatever it is what it is i'm just saying that's the thing, but it's that way for a reason. Like you just said, the guy literally just pounds it out there. Typically, from what we've seen so far, keeps it pretty fair, pretty straight, in the fairway, good to go. If he can do that at a course like this, it should be one that he can take over a little bit. So we'll see how that goes. And I think, like, with the year, it's not going to be maybe the same playing that way, but, like, remember the Bryson, Matthew Wolf, the drama down and the stretch? Was all that, yeah, all of that was happening because I think it was Bryson got the eagle.
2: And then Wolf then made the Wolf putt from off the green. made
3: the putter. I couldn't remember if he putted or chipped it, but it was off the green, put the pressure, and then Cow had the putt, and it was like looking like at it, and then nah, it's not going in for you, and it's game over. So uh, you can get some really good finishes. I love the finishing hole, but I do think that makes sense, the off the tee stuff just in general. And then, again, you can't really quantify this. I don't think this is the stat that's out there, but kind of what we know from experience is just guys that can control themselves in spots like this and not make stupid mistakes because that's where you lead to the issues here, right? You have to be able to control what you're doing, put it in the right places, take some of these, you know, lean off some in spots and know when to go and when to hold up. And that's kind of what you'll see over the weekend here. And that's why you can see guys like Adam Hadwin and Grillo and those guys find their way around. They really don't get too loose with it.
2: Were you surprised that Sam Bennett's getting zero buzz? No.
3: I don't know. Like, you're you're the Sam Bennett lover. I don't have any... Why would he get a bunch of buzz
2: here? Well, if we think about... Ball striking, especially off the tee play. Like, that's kind of his entire thing, isn't it? I guess, yeah. I I don't know. I'm not as high on this guy
3: as you are, but he's obviously good. I don't take away from his talent. I just, again, where is he at? 6,900, I think?
2: Yeah, like he's never lost, he's never gained fewer than 1.1 strokes off the tee in any of his 2023 starts on the PGA Tour. And that includes the U.S. Open memorial the masters like real events yeah
3: 7200 i guess it's probably more a product than of the other stuff like who's
2: around him look at the look at the range he's in oh sure like chez is down there he goes down there it's everyone
3: people want to play kevin you sig uh sam stevens Ches Reevy, the woos above and below brandon and dylan lee hodges KHTBC lee like there's he's just stuck that's why he's not getting any buzz i guess that would be more the reason why obviously we know he's talented. I like him this week. Can you show up? If yeah. like
2: no one is if no one is playing Sam Bennett, like he's not markedly different than any of these other guys except like because I have Ryan Palmer highlighted as well just cuz you know, the ball striking numbers continue to be good. Dude can't make a putt to save his life. But if 15 or 15 is probably a bit much. 10% of people are playing Grayson Sig and 1% of people are playing Sam Bennett. Yeah. I, I feel like that's a fair trade-off to play Bennett instead.
3: Yeah, it's fine to do, and definitely when we get to it and talk just about the ranges, this 7,400, so we're back from last week, the point we brought up last week, there was only 30 guys in the entire 7K range with the changed
2: pricing. You needed one of those guys, for sure.
3: Yes, you did. His name <laughs> is Brian Harmon. And then here, there's we're back to 30 guys, 7,400 down to 7K, but all the love is going to the guys at the top with uh you know aaron rye Hoygaard, eric cole like they're they're all at least getting something up there there's not many guys 7400 and below besides maybe gim Ches reevi and probably kevin you that hit that 10 percent mark and other than that everyone's like six to five percent or below so you can get different down here big time and sam St- sam uh, bennett sorry stevens is down there too but sam bennett would make a, a good case for your point there
2: what do you want to do in one and done like what do we have now uh, we're in 1600th place. No, I know that. That never oh. changes because we don't do any. <laughs> we never... We just tread water every single week. Yeah. What's the uh, the options we've got here? Sungjae is our top-end option Kay. that we have available. We've used Finau, Young, and Matsuyama. Then we have like Grio, Straka, Thigala, Aberg, Adam Hadwin, Jagger, Keith Mitchell, Rye, Gary Woodland. All those guys are available to us and basically everyone down the board.
3: How? What are some of the... Uh, standard ownerships like what's Sung Jae.
2: Sung has been is available now in twenty nine percent of leagues. Mm, pretty limited. And it doesn't okay. seem like people love Sung. they like Sung this week? They don't love Sung this week. Yeah, I feel like um, DFS will reflect it
3: differently. But I don't. I didn't see a bunch of people rushing out to bet, bet him. him yeah. on on everything I looked at, and I don't know if that will reflect him one and done either because it's kind of like people probably have other options. And they even could have Cam Young and Tony Finau and guys like that remaining. Maybe they save Tony Finau because he won here last year and they know. He's gonna show up and play well again, or something. But yeah, and people like Strock, Grillo, Aberg, things like that. So I don't mind Sungjae. What's the, some of the other ownerships?
2: It's nothing. Nothing. Yeah, like everyone has all, everyone else to use. Okay. <laughs> like so just, just, like for reference, like we've used all of these other guys. But Fina is only twenty percent available. Cam Young is forty three percent available. Hideki's forty six. Justin Thomas is thirty two. Do we have JT?
3: No. No, we definitely don't.
2: All right. What do you think? Just use Sungjae then. I mean, I'm not going to... I mean, unless he plays next week. Is he playing next week? So Wynd- far, I haven't seen that. At the no. Wyndham? I haven't seen it. This is 150th start on the PGA Tour for Sung And do you know the next line of that? No.
3: Uh, he won his 50th start. He won at Honda. His 100th start, he won at the Shriners. Easy. 150th Easy start. Easy wins Sungjae in. Sample size, huge. Wins every 50 starts.
2: It's a good ratio. <laughs>
3: <laughs> two two times so far. <laughs> yeah, one in
2: fifty. Just bet him if
3: anytime he's above fifty to one, you got to bet him. Got to bet him. He's well. He's down to it. I mean, he, I feel like he should have won more than that. But still, uh, we talk about all the disappointments this week. Rory McIlroy will never win another major. He's out of his peak physical prime. We're told. Is that true? I, I definitely don't think so. But, who, who said this? Oh, I just I was making fun of Brandle talking about him, and, and Brad Faxon stood there and looked at him like this the whole time. Like, how are you going to tell me Rory is not in his physical prime? And then Brandel got caught up in his own words. Well, I'm just saying, like, mentally, he's not. No, you just said physically. Physical. He's not in it. So I, I just keep making fun of that. I actually don't mind Brandel as much as most do because he just he has to go on and make his takes and all that. And obviously, he stands behind a computer and Twitter, and Phil gets after him, and, and Brooks, and that stuff's all funny to me. But I just thought it was kind of interesting to say, like, Rory doesn't have much time left. Like he's 34 years old. If Tiger can come back and win if, the Masters many years later, I'm not putting them on the same w- pedestal because guys can win these F- majors. Phil won his first major at 34, I think. I believe that was it, yeah. <laughs> and then I think it was uh, Kyle Porter posted out a thing, a couple different things, but one was that was like you have to stop looking at Rory like he's Tiger and say that he's Phil, and now he's really looking now pretty he's good. So, so how yeah. is he a disappointment in all this stuff that everyone's going on about? So I just, I don't know, it's always funny, and I'm not even a Rory Stan. I just think it's hilarious when these guys go on and say this when the guy's been top 10. It's really hard to Win golf tournaments, let alone majors, and you only get four majors a year. He can't. What do you want him to do? He can't go back <laughs> and play them again. He tried to win them. I promise you that it just didn't work out. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm I'm fine though. Going back to it, Pat. If we want to go Sung Sungjae, it is. Roll him out. Do you like him this week? Though, besides the ownership side of things, who gives a shit? Because we're in sixteen hundred, etc. Cetera, etc. Do, do you have interest in him? Other in, in DFS, do you have interest in him as a play here? Obviously, he's got he lines up at a lot of stuff that goes well with here. Sure.
2: I mean, I. Don't like him any more, any less than any of the top four guys. Like, I I really don't know how to distinguish between Young, Finau, Im, and Hideki.
3: I think he's going to get ownership still. I know I'm flipping her DraftKings side, but kind of did one and done. But just to say it, like, the other stuff is, like, sometimes these guys do just line up. And if if everyone's using the Honda comp, clearly fits that. Uh, People have even talked about Shriners a little bit because there's some crossover between those two events. He's won that. Um, Playing at the Rocket Mortgage Classic recently... I think he was there and did pretty well. Like, that's another one that people I think that
2: up. I think that one is... Because I looked at that, too. And there there was, you know, Finau won them back-to-back kind of thing. But I think that was the key point, is that they were back-to-back. Yeah. Not so much back-to-back anymore. That's true. Yeah,
3: it's definitely possible. <laughs> so, I mean, like I said, it, it's tough to just go different up top because you got Young, who just did everything he did with the, the off the tee numbers and the approach numbers, just still losing it with the putter. Looks pretty good last two events. You got Finau defending champ. And then a lot of people impressed with Hideki. Last week, based on the fact that, you know, injury scare hasn't come up in a while. Mind you, he did WD from this tournament last year and crushed people, I believe. But uh, 10000 looks pretty fair on Hideki as well. So I'm not sure we'll talk about it when we get there. Well,
2: let's talk about DraftKings. All right.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
2: You have those three at the top. Looking at the ownerships right now, if you want to generate your lineups or get the ownership, look at the simulations, whatever it might be, fantasynational.com slash mayo will get you 20% off any of the membership levels. So go do that right now. Thank you. I mean, the one guy that people aren't playing from the top is Finau. So I'm just going to like jam 150 Finau. <laughs> there you go. Like, like, honestly, I think that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, I think it'll be like 15%. So you'll be able to get leverage pretty
3: easily. I, I think he's going
2: to be lower than that. It's possible. 12 to 15 range, maybe. But I, I have him on the high side. Like. Sung Jae and Aberg, I have projected as the two highest owned guys, with Hideki, Straka, Grio, and Young just behind. If all of the highest owned guys are going to be six of the seven highest priced players, one of those guys isn't getting any ownership, and it's very clearly going to be Finau.
3: Yeah, it's true, but also it gets dispersed up top. So I mean if he's you know, if Cam Young is 20, let's say Cam Young gets to 19, whatever.
2: Like Finau at sixteen is not really crazy. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to be sixteen. I think that it, in lieu of if, the, if people are going to say I'm not going to play Cameron Young, I don't think their click is Finau. I think their click is Sungjae.
3: True. Also, just a note though, I will say from a roster construction standpoint, because people love this when we talk about it, is that it's very easy to play two guys up top this mm-hmm. week. So it will. That's where it will also trickle over into the ownership there because it's just easy. Again, is it what will we see more of? You and I, you know, have bet on this in the past or joked about it. Where what's the stack we see the most? Cam Young and him. Is, is most likely it, or one of M and Matsuyama if they try and get a little different there. But that leaves Fino out of some of those, but you can still easily build like a young Fino or a Fino M or something to try and set up, separate a little bit. And I still think that makes it so that the total ownership
2: up top stays at 15 or above with Fino being the least of it. So you kind of hit on this earlier. You have this lower 8K range of Hubbard, Glover, and 2R Norm are yeah. down there. They're drawing significant interest, as is Aaron Rye, as is Eric Cole. So expect a lot of ownership to gravitate that way. Then Eckroth, Gim, and Chez Revy down at the bottom is what I'm seeing. And then at 72, Grayson Sig, he'll be like
3: 8%. Yeah, biggest standout to me was that Poston down to Cole range. Because you mentioned the names, but also remember here for me, Poston, Hubbard, and Hoygard are like the secondary versions of what we know are the popular versions of Glover, Double R Norman, and Eric Cole. So it's not like significant dr- drops. If Glover's 18, I think Poston is still like 12 or 13. You know what I mean? Like sure. I, I still think that so, happens. So, so I, th-
2: I think what you're looking at here, if I'm trying to like read this right, you have this little mini range in the middle of the eights with, from Spawn, Thigala, Gala, Mitchell, and Patrick Rogers that like literally no one is using. Mm-hmm. So Patrick Rogers makes the most sense there. He, it's funny that Patrick Rogers for ages is always overinflated because the potential that he has. He's on a good run right now, just lost in a playoff, and now no one wants to use him. Dude got stuck in a divot in the middle of the fairway.
3: They're wondering if he's heartbroken, I think is why. That was sad, man. God, this guy cannot get the W. Like, he should have won in regulation. He played so-so on day four. I I mean, it was great, because the open ends, it's midday for us. I'm like, okay, let's keep watching this. So I move over to the next one, just don't get off my couch. Watch this. The guy literally should have done, there's so much he could have done down the stretch that he didn't do batia makes that great putt on 18 to lock it down to get in and then sets up for the what could be a playoff it ends up being a playoff and then you mentioned the old divot the the paul casey at the players type situation and uh, just chunks it out of there completely but i don't know like you said still fits the mold uh cam young is getting his first win everyone's saying but what about tigala can tigala get his first win i think so he's in that a little bit overlooked now one note on tigala that worries me a little bit that he can't drive well, there's that, but <laughs> uh, oh, we're talking a little ownership in this range, is that he always seems to get the boost at the end. Like the people always love him. And it's just funny the way that works. It's like the old Ricky Fowler, the old Tony Finow, the Fleetwoods, all those guys that would always just get the last minute boost really. Why the other people, like they weren't playing him and then all of a sudden they're on him. You could see Thigala go from seven to 10 to 10 to 13 pretty easily, I think just to put a couple ranges on it, but it looks like Spawn And even Bo Hossler, who, by the way, was in the mix uh, last week. Well,
2: I I got some Bo Hossler info for you. I'm I'm pulling a full Feinberg here for you. I I mean, I was about to say that, that when you look at the Barracuda, ended up with a really nice week. And when you go, like, dig in a little bit more, see, he's actually, like, John Deere, uh, gained off the tee, gained on approach, gained on approach at the Rocket Mortgage, despite missing the cut. Like, you need his putter to get hot, obviously. But he's played well in these sorts of fields so far this year. If the ball striking is going to be, like, okay... And above average, if he can just run the hot putter, he's going to be great. I think that the move here, and I can be completely wrong about this, that when you just assess this range, I don't think that there's a lot of differentiation between a lot of these guys. Like, what's really the difference between Mark Hubbard and Eric Cole? Nothing. Yes. But what's the difference between them and Alex Noren, who no one is using? I mean, Alex Noren just top 25 at the Open Championship. Right much tougher so, field so, so yeah. play Alex Noren and not those other two guys like I'm not gonna play Rye I'm not gonna play Hubbard and I'm not gonna play Eric Cole and I like all those guys but if you're telling me that Glover is gonna be 21 percent or something like that like that's it's a tough scene and if is. he beats me he beats me and I have a, the outright on him because I caught the number that's all fine now obviously I won't win shit on DraftKings if he wins but what are the chances that he wins well I bet one in 65 that he could win it's probably longer than that <laughs> And he's going to need to do something like he's 8,200. It's not, again, he's under the average price. So it's
3: the price matters for sure. And that's where this ownership comes from. But to your point, what ends up happening is it's that you don't necessarily just need to fade just because of the ownership. It's what you just said. Is there guys around him that are the same dude? Yes, literally everybody <laughs> around it. Besides, you could again, people are going to go off this. Oh, but it's three recent events. Yeah, yes, that's right. That's he's, true. He's that's right. where this ownership number comes from. But then you could still make cases for other guys around him, and it's a whole separate week. It's a high variance week with all the water. The most water balls on tour on the season is is this course. It's actually higher than um, PGA, the PGA, PGA National, National, right? Where you can look at it, where everyone's comparing the Honda Classic. So you mentioned Noren. He's kind of in a good spot too, because also don't forget, right below him is Ryan Fox and Austin Eckrode and I don't Doug see, Gim.
2: I don't see a ton of ownership on Fox. I'm Would seeing you? it creep up, but it's 10%. It's not going to be yeah. like 20. So like, yes. I, I, I like Fox this week. I think yeah. that he's a good play because I think that eventually all these guys get squeezed because everyone wants to use Glover. Everyone wants to use Rye. Like, those two in particular stand out above the rest. So eventually, everyone else's ownership is just going to have to go down. It does seem like Eric Cole is the next highest of all those guys. Yeah. And then if he starts taking away ownership, like, there's just none for the other guys.
3: And this is like the squeeze zone, because Eckroad is definitely the guy at 7,500. So when you talk about Noren and Fox together, your guy Justin Suh, maybe you could play him. Tom Hoagie, all the way down at 7,500. I don't know what, the, again, it's not going to show up on the recent form or anything like what you're looking at, but... At 7,500, that's priced in. Why can you not go to a guy like him? Maybe he can find his way around a course like this. And again, that range of the Norin, Fox, Sahogi is one way to go. The other way to go, Pat, is going up to the top. Like I said, J.J. Spawn, Thigala, Keith Mitchell, Patrick Rogers, and maybe you say Thigala is going to get that late steam, but you can't, with Hadwin getting some love, Spawn, Mitchell, Rogers kind of have to be left out and maybe Bo Hostler at the bottom. So it's kind of like the, the group of seven guys there that you could go to.
2: The other thing you can do is if you don't want to play Grayson Sig, although I think I will play Grayson Sig, is that for $100 less, you have Ben Griffin, and they're basically the same guy.
3: Yeah, I like that call. And also, <laughs> Kevin Yu is getting some love there, too, Yes, with, with Sig. So both those guys get in love. Ben Griffin seems like a good pivot there as well. If, if you need to pivot, again, sometimes you can play both, but I think that. Maybe your guy, um, Davis Thompson.
2: I've, I saw some Davis Thompson love this week. It's like people mentioning it, but not moving forward with it. I can see that. Yeah. It's not a fun click. Yeah. As someone who plays a lot of Davis Thompson. And what about uh, MJ Dafu? Uh Duffy. MJ, MJ Duffy? Duffy. Daffy Duffy. I never know what to call his name, but yeah. Uh, I The only reason I know that it's not Duffy and it is Duffy, because he was leading the U.S. Open at one point last year. And you trust that they got his name right? I, I take their word for it. Okay. And then he was playing his like third shot on a par five <laughs> from the hospitality tent. That yeah. was the end of MJ Duffy.
3: <laughs> that makes sense. Now, that all lines up. So that is true. What what uh, What do you think about him? I don't. Okay. That's good don't need him then. <laughs> yeah,
2: Listen, if you want to sell me on him. I, I do not I'm, have a sell. i no. all ears on it, but he just hasn't been good. Uh, he's played well at the Honda. If everyone wants to continue to use this comp. Yeah, I mean, Justin best week this year, ball striking wise, not even close was at the Honda. And it was the one week he couldn't make a putt. Yeah. So Funny how that
3: works. Yeah, it's the way she goes. But I, I think there is. The, the main thing I would say too is that, again, this is the other thing going from uh, Ekrot, Gim. We know Reeve and Kevin Yu, maybe Sig, but this range has a lot of guys that are, are overlooked. Like You talked about Sam Bennett already. I, don't, I see people mentioning Ryan Palmer's name, but not necessarily clicking on I, cl- I, just,
2: I clicked on the name.
3: That's good. Uh, I don't see any other people really going to it too much. My guy, Nick Hardy, don't see many playing him. I, I was going to bring up the Ben Griffin call, so I'm glad you did. I thought he was interesting. Uh, Davis Thompson, who we just talked about. I'm, I'm also playing Merritt at $6,900. Oh, I'm playing him. Flowchart season. It's back. It's a, mind you, it's not a birdie fest, but it's like, is it a weak it could, field? It
2: could be a birdie fest. You it, don't it know It could that. be.
3: That's true. And, and it, it, like I said, it, it could be and it has been in the past. So I'm not taking that away. But the other thing that goes in the flow chart that I forgot the first time I brought it up is also, is it a weak field? Yes. You know, is Troy Merritt playing? Yes. Is he cheap? Yes. Is it a birdie fest or a weak field? Is how the flow chart should really go? Yes. Therefore, you
2: should play Troy Merritt. 6900 bucks. Do you have any interest in Joel Damon? Played pretty good last he week. He did. Too. It was the first time he's played well since. The RSM Classic last year. Yeah. The first time he's broke, like, what did he finish? Like, top five or something like
3: that? He was solid. I don't remember what it was last week. It was because he kept getting shown in the broadcast. Him and Ryan Gerard, who another guy we could talk about, were in the mix. And then they kind of weren't, but they still finished okay.
2: Damon opened the year with a T41 at Pebble Beach. And until the Barracuda last week, that was his best finish. Yeah, you know what you're getting with Joel Damon. There's a lot of volatility. Uh, you know, you, if you watched Full Swing,
3: the documentary... They tell the truth on that one, too. It's it's literally the story of Joel Damon, where it's like, man, this guy, you know, is better than most, if you will, and he just, it's whether or not he brings that game this week or not. And sometimes you've got to wonder, like the Barracuda last week, does he realize it in these events where it is weaker fields like this and just say, man, I could be, this is the time I need to shine and show it off. Sometimes we see it at like the U.S. Open that year where he shows up and, and puts up a number and that's great, but... It's be- in these type of events, he's got to feel like he's better than some of the guys out there and can show up. So we'll just see if he does or
2: not. A lot of volatility associated with him. Trevor Cohn at 68 and Carson Young at 68. I'm going to play Carson Young again. Yeah. He was, he was actually all right last week, too. Yeah, uh, The correlation,
3: too. Is, is Carson Young flowchart? Is Carson Young playing? Yes. Is Cameron Young in the field? <laughs> yes. Is Cameron Young possibly popular? Yes. Play Carson Young because he's probably going to be the C Young you see when you scroll down
2: your app. And then you said Zach Blair from the bottom, if you wanted to do that, 63. From
3: the clouds, really. But yes, at the bottom of your price board, 6,300. He's going to have to really do something special to pop in and make this thing work. But at 6,300, you can try it out. And what's that, uh, what's Frankie? He's 65. Frankie Capilat. How is that
2: guy 65?
3: Yeah, I mean, just crushing it on the Corn Fairy Tour. Fourth and 14th in two of his last three. Got some local ties. Uh, You know, There's some motivation factor there as well. Again, everybody has motivation in this tournament, really. There's a lot of stuff going on, Ryder Cup stuff, with guys like Hoygaard Rye, and Aberg, others included as well. But then there's also, you know, the other side, Justin Thomas is here for for many reasons, the FedEx Cup stuff, as well as Ryder Cup, probably. So, uh, yeah, there's there's a lot going on this week from that. And what about a guy I always play, David Lipsky, 6,700? I don't ever think about
2: All right. David he's, he's there, though. I, I could he's him. your guy, I get that.
3: I pick my guys when I go down to these
2: ranges and usually end up playing the same ones that pop over the long-term stuff, so I don't mind. Uh, for reference, in short-term modeling, three of the guys that I said I wasn't going to play, Glover, Norman, and Rye because of ownership, are 1, 2, and 9 by my key stats in of the short term. That's why, they're that's why everyone's playing them. Yeah, Jaeger is number 5, if people were wondering. Yeah, Jaeger's interesting this week too, but I
3: still think people get on him. Even I thought at the start of the week at 9,100, he might get a little bit left out, but doesn't look
2: like that's going to be the case. Looks like you'll see somewhere in that 15% range. What do you do with these 9K guys? I'm playing Aberg, but you had said, like, Justin Thomas, got to use him at 93. I just can't do it. Yeah, I think
3: in, especially in large field stuff, I have no problem doing it. This is the funny part. Like I said, I'll, you know, I'll bring this one up now because I didn't really talk about it on any shows this week, was all week long. I mean, I was joking earlier a little bit about the... Um, Honda Classic. Duffy with the Honda Classic stuff, but it's like that's... Everyone says this argument for everyone all week long and then doesn't talk about how Justin Thomas literally won the Honda Classic before, if that's really a comp. And then everyone says, no, 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 they don't like him, obviously, because of his recent form. The ninth at the Travelers wasn't horrible, it's like five or six of his last eight rounds were okay. He puts up a nine ball on the, the Thursday at the Open, and that's obviously a problem. He had to one-up his buddy Ricky Fowler when he put up the eight on the last hole after a great round, so it happens. It's bad, but when you sit there and talk about it, like, Aberg suits the course. We know what he's going to be long-term. He's an incredible talent. He's excellent. He's getting, like, 20% ownership. There's a 15-time PGA Tour winner with two majors right there at 9,300. W- would it surprise you or shock you? To me, it wouldn't, because everyone just wants to oh, he's broken. But is if it? Justin Thomas wins the 3M Open, oh, you knew you would bounce back at some point will be what people say. And then they use the same argument of the recent form thing with a guy like Eric Cole. Like, but but Eric Cole played good at the Honda. He's having a great season. Well, what's his recent form, though? Mm-hmm. Is it better than Justin Thomas's? Technically, yes. But all those 43s and 45ths and 51s won't help me where Justin Thomas has posted a ninth at the Travelers. Like, you can battle it however you want. My point is... He's 9,300. You got to play somebody up here. He's not my favorite player conviction play in this range. I just think, don't think people are crazy playing him. And I do think he's going to get to like 12 to 14%. Or like, I, I don't think he's going unowned. I just think he's fine because of the, what the field is and what his caliber is. He can, He's going to bounce back at some point. Maybe not this week, but that's where, and people say, oh, you've been saying that forever. That's the whole point of this game. Like you, you can get in on him and get 15%. You, you're live with 85% of your lineups if he does
2: opportunities gained. So, birdie chances or eagle chances inside 15 feet from the green or fringe over the past 12 rounds. I have the top 10 in front of me. We can go Family Feud style. Take some guesses. Oh, God. I'm the worst of these games, man. Like, I, who's first? Justin Thomas. Oh, wow.
3: There you go. <laughs> birdie Opportunity Fest is yeah. what we have here. Not a birdie fest, maybe, so but there's an opportunity fest. So, for I, sure.
2: I, one of the things that I always like to look at, and I put these back to back, and I did it on the research show opportunities gained versus birdies are better gained on the field so how many chances are you creating kind of versus how many are you actually converting so he's number one in opportunities gained but 25th in birdies are better gained. now he can't putt like that's the sneaky part about justin thomas's recent struggles yeah he's making big numbers he had that horrible round at the rocket mortgage where he couldn't chip which mm-hmm. is just shocking which adds on and makes it worse it yeah, adds sure. on makes it worse but the dude can't putt at all. Changed his putter this week, too, by There then. you go. I changed my putter earlier this week. All of a sudden, I'm making putts. Mm-hmm. I have no idea if it's better or not, but I just <laughs> feel more confident. i lost confidence yeah. with the putter that I had. I changed putters. Now I'm making putts. Scotty Scheffler, take notes if you're listening. Yeah, Probably not, but if he was. <laughs> he needs to ch- change like the Yako van Ziel like hammer
3: putters. He needs like anything. Uh, Glover, by the way, the guy that popped, that's super popular. So people change. go, ch- change putter won't work. Well, you're diving in at 20% on Lucas Glover because of a change putter. So I'll let you know that right now. And, and
2: it is funny too. Like when you look at Glover's also third in opportunities gained over. Cam the time. Young up there? Uh no. It's Thomas Aber Glover Revi, Hideki are the top five. Taryn, Palmer, Zach Blair, Aaron Rye, Custy Pete i wow. Troy Merritt. Man, some of these names I'm liking. Merritt, Zach that's a very, these are no. some
3: value plays that my guys. Like I said, when you go down there, you should play your guys so you can get enough of them. I, I think this is you know standing out as a couple guys that I do like down there. Yeah, Duffner's also up there too. That's Duffner like did something last time out, didn't he? Because I remember did he? Yeah, I was I was. Um, Following along, and he, he was supposed to suck in my eyes, but he ended up actually playing okay.
2: He was thirty. He has his two best finishes of the year in his past two starts. He had a 31st at the John Deere and a 24th at the Barbasol. Now, those might as well be Corn Fairy events, but plays they're good, not. Plays good at the Honda. Does he? Didn't he crush at the Honda? I mean, did he win at the Honda? No, he did, he's never won at the Honda. Okay, he maybe... was 74th this
3: year at the Honda. No, not this year. You have to look at the long term. Uh, he's,
2: he's, he's missed one cut in his career at the Honda dating back to 2004. That's some quick work, Pat. Well, that. I opened his name and typed in Honda. That's perfect. Fantasy National. That's why you need it. It's the best. Well, so well, sorry, I was like so mesmerized how quick he got that stat for me. That what was his actual Honda results? Seventy uh, fourth, miscut, fifty third, twenty seventh, seventy fifth. Past five years, <sighs> he's horrible at the Honda. Then yeah. I thought I thought for B- some before reason that, seventeenth, fourteenth, seventeenth, 9th, fortieth.
3: Oh yeah, sorry. It's because he's been around
2: for so yeah, long. Yeah, it's because he's been on because he he won a major like two thousand eleven. <laughs> yes, that's correct. We I mean we're a bit older now, and two thousand eleven doesn't seem like that long ago. So long ago. But so long
3: ago. Yeah, that's for sure.
2: When Duffner was awesome. Hips. But yeah, but his, like he's still great with his wedges. Sam Bennett, 16th in that number. Trevor Cohn, 17th. Jager, 18th. Eric Cole, 20th. Do you think Michael Kim is going to get the Twitter bump?
3: I uh, Stock went down when he started calling out Cam Smith. Did you see he called out Cam? He added all those great threads last week. I was like, man, stock's on the rise. Michael Kim's the man. Still like him. I'm just teasing. But he then posts the view of Cam Smith on the, the 17, whatever it was. Oh, the way yeah, on the road hole. He's like, just a, it might not be a popular take, but this is a very overrated shot. He had like a yard to work with and blah, blah. blah. It's like, buddy, it's the 71st shot of the major. He
2: needs this shit up well, and down basically to yeah, have a shot. Yeah, well, he did say that, but I, I think the, the important point of what he alluded to in that, because it's, it's coming back to me now, yeah. like Celine Dion over here. It's but the impressive part was the putt that he made for the par. Because yes. he had to get it to, like, the, the the best case scenario was, like, put it to 16 feet or whatever it was, yeah. 10 feet. Like, that is the clutch putt. To, I, I, think, I think that's what he was getting at.
3: I think so, too. To me, it was reminiscent almost of the John Rahm at the U.S. Open when he had to make that decision out of the bunker. Was the bunker shot hard? No. He just had the, the decision of, I know I'm going to have a long putt for this, but it's much better than what the risk is of the other side of going over the green makes. And the long putt is what's like, damn, dagger in Louis heart move on this was kind of the the cam smith thing he had to make that putt after the fact of the first putt so i get where he's coming from but uh, michael kim sh kim both right there and getting talked about but not getting clicked like five percent or less i think so yeah. you, you can play them no problem
2: well, let's build some lineups should it be worth noting that you are gone next week you know you're, you're traveling around the world going to minnesota Yeah, I'm going to check out Minnesota, and then I'll be on a
3: little bit of a mini family vacay, just to to bounce back from. Yeah, it's that Get out of the way now. Like you said, football season is coming back before August 7th, which is 30 days leading up to the football season starting. So everyone, you know, August is kind of when it kicks off, but... Gets really ready for it. August seventh was the one month out.
2: So Raza has agreed to step in for next week for nice. the Wyndham Championship to break down all the DraftKings stuff with me. So haven't talked to Raza in a while. He went on vacation. Wasn't even here for the Open Championship stuff. So be nice to get Raza back in the mix. But if we build a lineup, would you want to do double up top? Because it seems to me that if you play Cam Young, you have seventy eight hundred dollars. That I think I could be wrong on this. You play Cam Young, and then you play Aaron Rye, and you play Lucas Glover, and you play Eric Cole, and you play, who was it, Eckrode at 75 and then you have $7,700 left. I guess that leaves you right on Ryan Fox, if that's what you wanted to do. But I think you're going to see a lot of lineups like that. Yeah, so do we have to take,
3: let's swap Cam Young and Fox okay. to Sung and
2: what does that get us? Anything? Sungjae gets us back up to 83, which is Mark Hubbard. Mark Hubbard? So, so yes. what's, does that seem more popular to you? I Potentially. Don't... Like, who do you think is going to be more owned? Cam who? Young or Sungjae? Yeah,
3: I think Sungjae.
2: Okay, well, now let's try this. Let's get rid of Ekroat and Hubbard, and we'll throw in Aberg and see what that does for us. Like, yeah, 64 isn't really helping, so now we need to get rid of...
3: So I think well, here's what we Eric have to solidify. It's, it's Aaron Rye for sure. I think we got to get rid of Eric Cole. You're going to it's Aaron Ryan Glover for sure. And I think it's Ekroat for sure.
2: Ekroat for sure? Feels
3: like for it. For sure, for sure. Who's the guy you said after? Aberg, right?
2: Yeah. That leaves us Just because Aberg 6, was cheaper. Well, maybe it's Jager then. I just don't know who's So 66. if you go to Jager, if you go M, Jager, Rye, Glover as a four, you have 72.50 left, and that throws us directly into SIG range. You can go... You might have it here. Just And by the way, we hit
3: the, uh, the most duped lineup last week. Did we? Yeah. What was it? I forget now, but you can go look. Skyhook DFS mentioned him earlier. He had it posted out, and it was definitely the one that we had posted in. Our, it was like our first build, too, that we, we hit it early on, and people either ran with it or whatever happened. I don't know, but... Uh, okay, M, Jager, Rye, Glover, Sig, Reeve. Yeah, there you go. Even though it leaves out Ekroad, it's probably the way. That's, that's what I would see as well. Sig and Revi, you said?
2: Yeah. Yeah. bet you that projects pretty well, too.
3: It actually projects less than the... First one? Second one, whatever that was. No. Oh, okay. But this does look pretty popular. So Sung Jae, Steven Yeager, then it goes Glover, Rye,
2: Revi, Sig. Correct. Okay. So what's another way that we can get access to this? Let's go... Let's do the double up now. Let's do like the M Cam Young, Cam young Hideki Cam Young Grio? Well, yeah, I was
3: gonna try and do two Ks, but that's fine too. Yeah, what I about Straka? You think
2: Straka or Grillo? I think Grio gets more ownership, hmm. and I think Straka is a better play. I was gonna say I think yeah, I, I think Straka fits a lot of the the builds here. And okay, well, let's fine. go Straka then. It's not like Straka is gonna be unowned. So what are, you, are we doing? Cam Young or M Cam Young? Cam Young Straka leaves you with seventy four. So Ek-Rot is most definitely in that one. Rye is most definitely in that one. Now we have $7,100. we are almost back in that same range. Is there anyone $7,100 and below you think is going to stand out as like the popular play when you're constructing lineups like this? No,
3: but this might lead to like some of those guys between like Merritt, Hadley, and the two Kims because they're 6900 I, I don't see a lot at 7K that people love. Maybe Streelman, but I just don't see it. So it's like for the popular version of this, it almost has to be where you go back down from... It's weird that Ekrode's getting squeezed out of these.
2: I know. He just... he's a he's Because a weird... if you just
3: pull Ekrode out and leave Sig, I'm pretty sure that it is something along the lines of...
2: Okay, let's do this then. Let's turn in this lineup... Ryan Cam... Palmer and Reavy, for example. Now let's turn Cam Young into Sungjae. Now we have 75 We have... Uh, right? Here's where it is, yes. We have $7,400 left now. Now you go Sig and Ekrode. Or whoever.
3: Well... Even then, this is funny. Ekroat gets squeezed, but listen to this one. Sungjae, Straka, Rai, Cole, Revi, Sig. Yeah, that one's going to be popular. That, that should be popular. Like that, that makes sense. So
2: It's weird, though, that he keeps getting squeezed. So if I take Cole down to Ekroat, what does that get me up to? Cole down to Ekroat gets you not much. I can it gets you s- 7,500. So it gets you like Gim. Oh, yeah. Where's Gim? Gim, Gim or Higo. So if I take Sig up to Gim, right? Yeah. Is he 7,500? 7, He's 7,400. So you leave 100 on the table.
3: So here you go. So Sungjae, Straka, also Straka. I know you And you can, actually. well, you
2: don't need to, use, I guess you can't do that either because you still have the 100 left there.
3: But look, so Sungjae, Straka, Rye, Ekrot, Gim, Revi. Yeah. And that projected the best so far or anything. So that, that looks like one of the versions too. So who's this one leaving out then? This one's leaving out Cole?
2: Yeah.
1: And In this Glover. one's
3: leaving out Glover. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know how else you would do it. I guess we got to look at the 9k build. Okay, well let's let's fire one of those out. Or so. or Pat, is it Hideki that we're missing here? Maybe it's Hideki. Like Hideki, what do you have to Hideki for ownership on your sign? I've got him around 16 and a half, I think. I, I have him at 21. Oh wow. So that this is why I'm saying, but oh sorry, I had him at 18, my bad. 18. So let's go look here. If you go with Hideki in that similar type build, let's leave the nine k guy out and go to the Glover, Rye, Ekroth, Glover, Rye. I think that Cole will be more on the Eckroat. But now you still have you can still get him in. That's what I'm saying. Cole, Ekroth, and it leaves you on Keith Mitchell. No, I don't think so. Nine, who's the nine k guy we said? Jagger. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can do this one. Then this looks popular. Is
2: it? Is it Revi? Um, Revi and Jagger.
3: Yeah, Hideki, Jager, and then it's Glover, Rye, Ekrot, Revi projects the best so Me, far again.
2: If you want to use all these chalk guys, so if we pivot off this lineup, for example, you take out the last two guys, Jagger and Revi, you can easily go Justin Thomas and 7,100 Ben Griffin. And now all of a sudden, you don't have to worry about any, I mean, you probably don't like those guys as much, hence why you didn't click on them in the first place. I think but it's your fun. lineup is completely different now.
3: Yeah, I think what we should do though is have a look at pulling Glover for Hostler. Not just that; like, I want to pull like pull pull Hideki Glover, JT, and Rye, and see what we can do with lots of nine K guys. Like, who are the nine K guys that oh. you could just jam?
2: Okay, we'll do the nine K build right now, and we'll say it is. Do you want to go Aberg? You want to go Aberg? Just are you doing anything with Gary Woodland this week? I'm I think not... I think we have to, man. I mean, that because he's also getting he yeah. has. How can
3: he get the ownership when you've got Jager now getting the late love, JT getting the fandom of yes, it's not going to be 20%, but maybe it gets to that 12% type range. Great and then Honda. Straka and Grillo for sure getting love. Great Honda
2: classic history, too, for Gary Woodland. Yeah. I mean, uh, someone did point out, I, th- I think it was uh, Stephen Hennessy in the Golf Digest column that we do. I think that Gary Woodland was one of his bets. He's like, I know how this is going to play out. He's going to be third T degree and come T34 because he loses eight strokes putting.
3: Yeah, it's definitely what's going to happen, <laughs> but. This, look at this build you can do. You can do Straka, Aberg, Jager, Ekroat, Gim, Griffin. Oh, that's not bad. Don't think it's going to be super popular, at least. No, but it's, I, I don't Even think... though it fits some of the chalk pieces in, like Ekroat, Jager, and Aberg, it's a little bit of a way... I guess that would be a way to get a little different with it when Aberg is your second guy in with Straka. I wonder what Aberg is your first guy in would look like, though.
2: So, Aberg, Thomas, Jager. Ooh, that'd be interesting. Or what if it's Woodland. I mean, I I'm not playing Woodland, so I don't care. So you but. do have seventy four hundred left when you go with that. Aberg, well, well, Thomas, H- Jager. How about we do this then? To make it, you know, you want to play a lineup that just has no ownership on it whatsoever in a completely unique build. You could go Aberg, Thomas, Jager, Cone. Now mm-hmm. we're back up to seventy seven and you could go uh you could go Rye Ekrod, actually, if you wanted to. Oh, that's a way to get different. So here's like again, I always talk
3: about not who you play, it's how you play and will this be This has popular pieces in it, and you do put yourself in a spot where you're looking for...
2: You're playing uh, a 3v3.
3: You have less leverage up top because of that, so I always talk about that. But I'm saying when you say starting a lineup with Aberg, including Justin Thomas, who not many are on, and Cone, who pretty much nobody is on, it's uh, it's at least a way to be different with Ekro, Ryan, Aberg versus those other builds we just looked at. But I do think there's uh, another interesting one to look at
2: if you want to use like Cone. What if you go Cone-Blair? Oh, okay. You want to do one of these like super stack builds? Yeah, Cone Blair. Cone Blair. Okay. So sixty three and sixty eight. Now that could be Cone in this situation could be Merit. It could be Carson Young. Blair is kind of the key one here because he's sixty three hundred dollars. So you can kind of wiggle around with the other ones. uh Cam Young, Finau, seventy seven hundred. You can go, Rye ekrote again. If see that—that's another example of what we just did. Again, this is Rye Ekro can easily bust out because of this
3: stuff. But I'm just saying in general, uh, it doesn't project very well. But because you've got Kohn and Blair in there, let's see what happens if you just use Cone. We just—well, we kind of did that. We just, well, we we, did, we that. just what, did
2: that. You can go Cam Young, Finau, Zach Blair, Cone, Hoygard, Ekro. Yeah, that's just a way to get different. So you put yourself in less two v two or three v three spots. Yeah, but, or you can go Hostler. Gim or Higo if you wanted to. Higo. I think what I would want to look at is like, what if you don't go straight to the top? Like everybody would the minute they put two 6k guys in. Okay. Well, like I said, I'm probably going to, I don't know if I'll go full lock on Finau in 150, but I'm going to play a significant amount of Tony
3: Finau. Right. So but I'm saying, so let's use Finau, but not young. Finau Hideki. And now we have 8,700. Oh, I'm thinking like less. Like what, well, who are some of the guys that we said are going to
2: go overlooked? Like what if, Oh, you can go straw, You can go Finau Straka if you want.
3: Yeah, that's more what I'm thinking. Like, where does that leave us now? We have 8,400, and you can get away with like whether it's Wait, who said? Sa- Sahith and Norman or Hostler. I like this one a lot. What do you got?
2: We didn't really talk about Pendrith. After being out on Pendrith all year, I'm all in on Pendrith this week. Okay. What do you so got? Hideki Fino, Pendrith, Patrick Rogers, Blair Trevorcomb. Yeah, that's unique. <laughs> I actually like that lineup. <laughs> I don't,
3: like, again, I don't just love trying to peg the two 6K guys, but I will say, this is how I'll build them. Like, I tell everybody, if you are going to do this, I like committing to this crew. If it's going to be for me, Cone, Blair, Frankie, Merritt. like it, Frankie Caps, <laughs> Frankie Caps, man. Frankie Capp a lot. I, I like this guy. If you go down here to these guys and just commit to them and just say, okay, I'll roll with that crew, you can get some builds like this and fit them in where you can at least say, yeah, I'm probably way off here, but if I'm right you've got more combinations of guys at the top. If you keep, like, we just built a version with Young Finau. Then we did a Finau Hideki. Like, you can, you can then, let me just do one more with this before we get out of here because I want to see, on, like, on this build at least. I just mean going to the 9K range, we liked, um, even if you want to go chalk, like, Straka, Aberg, Jaeger, and that gets you Hadwin.
2: I don't know if you like Hadwin. I'm saying maybe you like Spawn. I, I like, just the thing is, I, I see Pendrith as in this range. Out of those guys, I'd probably roll the dice on Thegala. Or Keith Mitchell, who's won the Honda Classic. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. Keith Mitchell, Thigala. That's another
3: good point, actually, that you just brought up about the JT thing. is yeah. like, it doesn't get talked about enough where your same thing is going on with him. Um, okay, this build is really interesting then. So look what you can get. Start with Hideki like we did before. Hideki, Sepstraka, Thigala Mitchell, Blair, Cohn. That's aggressive. It is, but it's not really that crazy. Like if Straka's good, Matsuyama's good, Thigala could win. You just made a great case for why Mitchell probably should be getting played and isn't really compared to the guys above and below him, and we're using the same two punt plays down at the bottom. Again, we know Cohn and Blair is already very aggressive to start things off. What if we just go Blair, Pat? Okay. 6,300 and then kind of build up with
2: what would still be you know optimal-ish looking. Here, are... Instead of using Blair, let's use uh, Frankie Caps at 65. All right, let's do that. Fra- so if you go Straka, Aberg, Jaeger, Frankie Caps, you got seventy-seven fifty left for two guys. Straka, so you can go Aberg. Who was the last guy? I said Fr- Straka, Aberg, Straka, Aberg, Jaeger. Jaeger. with Frankie Caps at sixty-five. You can get Glover at that point. You can get you... Glover and Eckroat if you wanted to. No, it's you're two hundred short. Oh, Great.
3: I have to build this just so the people get it. You drop back down to Blair. Yeah, and you get the Ekroth version. So the build you said is this, Pat. It is Straka, Aberg, Jaeger, Glover, Ekroth, Blair. Projects ten points less than the uh, the best build so far. That's interesting. Again, uh, you, you say about oh, the you six. You need Zach guy. Blair to make it. Yeah, that's where you're taking your stand. But now you have another version of Zach Blair. Maybe the one with Cone. The ones with Cone were too aggressive, probably. But we're playing for a large field tournament. But I'm saying, is this as aggressive? Not. I mean, you got Eckroth still and Glover, who people like. You've got Straka, Aberg, Jager. You just need Blair to be your guy to come through. And if Blair's not your guy, now you can go back to uh, Frankie. And who is the guy at 7,300 you liked earlier? I thought. Oh, Revi. I don't know if you like him, but I'm saying you. Can I, go I to, do. I do like Revi. So you can go to Revi and Frankie. If mm-hmm. Straka, Aberg, Jager, and Glover come through, no one really has them with Frankie and Revi. True. So again, that one projects a little less because of the changes that we made, but basically Frankie projects less than Blair. Blair actually does stand out okay, because there's not going to be a lot of data on Frankie outside of the Corn Ferry Tour stuff that he's been doing lately, 4th and 14th, and two of his last three.
2: Okay. I like it. Anything else you want to add? Mm. Meet Tambo at the 3M Open? Yeah, hit me up if you're there for sure. I mean, I'll, That'll be like when we were looking at the Wyndham Championship field when they listed all the people who volunteer instead of the players that are playing. Maybe that's what the 3M is doing for you. Come meet Tambo. Don't worry about Tony Fino. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I'll, I'll be chatting it up on, on 18, trying to see if we can get in the guys' heads, get my, my picks
3: through. Last time I went to a live event was the... Zalatoris one. The Zalatoris win, the Memphis call. This, I didn't have the call this week like that one, but uh, I almost called in sick for the studio today, Pat, because every time I don't come in to the studio and just go on my travels, it's usually pretty good, but I'm trying to break that streak and that curse... So let's get the W this week up top. Hopefully I can win the 555 with 100K up top.
2: I love it. How'd you do in the 444? Not good. Not good? That was
3: funny. Is uh The two did bad. I had a 4-6 and a 5-6. Neither came through. The 5-6 had Scotty. So leading the way, it was a nice... I thought it was a good build. It, it was unique. Did not come through. But on Saturday, I won. We did the, the round three showdown show using that information went on to win another mega ticket for next month nice. into that so we will get another shot to get back at it Wh- again what's
2: the mega ticket for
3: uh they're gonna do it for bmw i think okay good. so it's a forty-four, so. forty-four with a million it'll be a horrible prize pool it probably will not have a tournament of champions semifinal ticket attached to it but it'll still be a chance at a million dollars in a smaller field 530 probably or something is only my guess. 50 guys in that field is it is that what it is this year i thought it was
2: still 70 70 50 30 so which is the seventy then? Sorry, the first one, Saint Jude.
3: So it may be for that
2: actually. Okay. What, what that, that, you have the
3: schedule up still? We did
2: look at it. I, I mean, I can, I can effort it. Yeah. August seventeenth, I think, is the date. August seventeenth is the BMW. So it might be for that. So one, So fifty yeah. man field. Fifty man
3: for a million bucks what? at
2: Olympia Fields. I believe last time at Olympia Fields, it's when Rom stormed back on Dustin and won in the playoff, and it played like at minus three or something like that was the winning score. Like if you hit it in the rough, you were. Fucked. i like this course actually yeah yeah this is a good one but this will be fun because it's the one where you'll be winning
3: either all the money or losing all the money on day one and something like yeah the it'll Mega, switch like 80 times and it'll times. switch and you'll be like oh shit i'm live to win a million it's like no you're definitely not or vice versa or whatever it ends up or you just sit in the middle the whole time but either way
2: should be a lot of fun excited to get back in the the patrick can't lay open the bmw championship mm-hmm, loves the bmw him and justin thomas love the bmw it's also like a i think it was a
3: heavy Mirfield comp wasn't it a lot of people use that one, and I think it worked out well last time.
2: I don't know. Dustin like never plays well. Never played well. Played at well. Memorial. That's true. Maybe this just winter wise, but the rest,
3: I think, of the the field was um, like the Cantleys, the Roms, the there guys was. like that. I mean, that. we
2: can start your research on the BMW right now. Let's look up John Rom. <laughs> Click on that. Let's go to his wins. He's got a lot of them. BMW Championship in twenty twenty from Olympia Fields, North Rom. Dustin Hideki Neiman Finau, and those were the only players under par for the week. Okay. Kokrak, Fitz, Munoz, Todd, Lonto, Mac Hughes, Patrick Cantway, San Ann. Sounds like we can jam a lot of the cheap guys that week.
3: 50-man field pricing-wise, there's probably going to be some cheapies. Sounds like you can get a few of them in there. Those guys couldn't have been more than 6K that week in the 6K range.
2: I uh, can probably effort that. We go to DraftKings scoring, see what their historic pricing Dude, was. We're
3: getting too far out of ourselves. Let's win the money this week first.
2: No, we'll win the money that week. Ram and Dustin were the two highest-priced guys, and they yeah. finished 1-2 in the playoff. Yeah. And then Todd was 74, Neiman was 71, Kokrak was 75, Lonto and Harmon were both 69, Ben Ann was 68, and then you had Joel Damon, who came 20th, um, but finished higher up in DraftKings scoring, was 6,500, Munoz was 6,300 and came in eighth. Yeah, that you can get some cheapies in there to make the big dogs work. And there's no cut, so. That's what doesn't hurt you as much, exactly. Yeah. Danny Lee played well that year. A lot of guys who went to live played well in that tournament, (laughs) as it turns out. No chance coming back to this one. No, I don't think so. Matthew Wolf was 16th. Before he was getting kicked off live teams. (laughs) For Brooks (laughs) hates his guts. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Tambo, you got anything coming out on shipitnation.com later today?
3: Uh, The show came out yesterday. You guys can check it out. Definitely check out the tidbits. About to cross 30,000 followers. Appreciate all that support. And you'll follow me if you don't already at Tag and Tambo. Check out shipitnation.com. Everything you need to have success
2: with DFS fantasynational.com slash mayo to generate your lineups, to do your research. It's all up there for you. That gets you 20% off as well. Smash like, Give me your favorite sleeper in the comment section on the way out. I had football yesterday. I had football tomorrow. I got Mini in studio next week, wrapped around with all of the golf. And I'm going to try to shoot my research show early this week because I will be away with my family this weekend. So if there's no research show, it means I couldn't get the viz or knew the field or anything like that. But... That'll do it for me. Sub to the newsletter, and I'll see you next time.
3: Experience. Experience.